0: I heard a great story from Rabbi Waiwai. He said over that he was once by a, by a, by a Hasana and he was schmoozing with a couple of choshever rabbonim. I'm just quoting him. He said, me and a couple of other choshever rabbonim. He was making fun of himself a little bit. And he said, we were standing... We were schmoozing and learning, and then we moved over to the to the shmorg where there was an in the in the thing there was one piece left of whatever it was. I don't remember what it was. But one piece of whatever geshmaka of food there was, it was only one left. And he said, as khiv as we were, we were ready to kill each other over that piece of chicken. With all of our khashivas, Lamaisa, we were all all three of us were hungry. And he said we didn't, Lamaisa, we didn't kill each other over the piece of chicken. But we all felt the same, where it could actually lead to Rutzicha. I thought it was a, such a, it made me feel so good because I've actually been in that, those types of situations. And you looked at you go, what, what's wrong with me? That's so what I have to say. I don't know, is Shner here? Shner Kirkus? He's here. So I asked Rabbanacham Shir, I asked, what's the difference between empathy and sympathy? What's the chilik? We all know when somebody, Feels, has sympathizes for us, makes us sick. If you, if someone pities you, don't, I don't need your pity. But when somebody empathizes with you, you feel good. So what's the difference? They sound so similar, they're so close. I think Shter said it, in short, he said it from the most beautifully way, beautiful ways I've ever heard it. He said, Rabbi, sympathy comes from your head and empathy comes from your heart. Chazal call it Noise oil im Literally, so your friend has an oil. Something is going on with your friend, and you and you carry it with him. The meiser of Ari Levine in Yerushalayim. He went to the doctor and he said to the doctor with his wife, he said, "Our foot hurts. It's not my wife's foot hurts. Our foot hurts. It, they shared a foot. Our foot hurts." So the is saying, he said, "It's it's it's in your heart," and we're all struggling. I know I am for sure and I can imagine we're all normal. How do you feel for the for Eretisrol? Well now here it's it's Chodesh, and it's late and it's and you feel and he, and I'm and I'm saying an extra capital to and but we all we're all we're all like Rabbi Wayway, standing by the by the Lemaisa we want to kill for the piece of chicken. We can't that's 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 who we are. We're human beings. And it's something we have to be aware of and we have to fight it. Because it's normal to feel like you want to kill the other guy for the piece of chicken if it's 7 o'clock at night or 6 o'clock and you haven't eaten all day. As choshev as you are, lemaisa, you won't eat the chicken. That's, we, we are like, the, we're a chazi behema. And that behema chelik of us wants to eat that piece of chicken. No matter how much we know how stupid it is, right now I won't eat the chicken. I, what's, how crazy can you get over a piece of chicken? It doesn't make a difference. And when we when we daven for Achinu beis it's so hard, it's it's mamish hard, it's reshchoidish and it's late and it's everything. How do you? But we have to fight it. That's 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 our mesirus nefesh. So Baruch Hashem, we don't have to get into our army gear and put on and, and, and take out a machine gun and try to kill these hilarious. We don't, That's not our job. Baruch Hashem, we're we don't have to do that. But our brothers are doing that and as hard as it is for us to put our, to try to put ourselves in their shoes we have to try to do it and it's and it's, a, and it's an avoid every day i want to just say a short maysa from isaiah that says yardside today Barry's uncle who i think the isaiah is, is so powerful it was just one of the things of the i can't even count how many things he gave me over over my lifetime Baruchnius is a but I feel incumbent because Lamaisa, the cornerstone of Yeshiva, is, is his donation. And Rabbi Pesach told me, Rabbi Pesach Kron told me a Maisa that happened with my grandfather. So it's a Pesach Kron Maisa with Rabbi Pesach Kron. That's why I like the Maisa so much. It's a Pesach Kron Maisa about Rabbi Pesach Kron. If you read the, the Rabbi Grossman book, my grandfather, I think it's chapter 3, is about him. Because he was the one who helped Rabbi Grossman get his empire off the ground. When he came to America, we had met him in Eretz Yisrael and he him, when he brought him here to America and he walked Mamash, literally knocked on doors with him here in Muncie, I remember those days. And when the yeshiva and I went to, went to my Maizadeh for, for a beginning, 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 we, first, the, we're starting the yeshiva, we went to my grandfather for a donation. And he promised us the cornerstone. And Rabbi Pesach told me that he was standing by the first Migdalar dinner, that's Rabbi Grossman's organization, and when he came to America, at first, it was my grandfather and Rapesach. They They literally took, took care of the entire organization, whatever it was. Rapesach ran the bank account, he cashed the checks. And they needed them. He said he's standing by the dinner now. It was, I, I happened when I was a little kid, I was there. A, hundred, a thousand people were there, big wealthy people in the Waldorf. It was very fancy. And he said, and I was standing there feeling, he said, I was feeling like a loser. You know, they don't need me anymore. They don't need me to run to the Rabbi Grossman doesn't need me anymore to run to the bank to cash the checks. Now he has a, it's a fancy office in, in Manhattan. He does, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not I, I'm not needed. He said, that's what I was feeling. So then Yuzeda came over to me and he, and he stuck his arm, he put his arm around my shoulder and he said, Pesachol, the first bricks are ours. Everything that came after that is going on top of our bricks. We put in the first bricks. Everything is on top of those bricks. And myzeh to put in the first bricks here. I'll never forget. We went to, went to the rishu. We told him at that point. I don't know if you remember, Abari, may, that we were considering getting a piece of three acres at a Mariner Way. That was the that was up that was that was one of the possibilities. Markowitz was the Liebwitzes, They owned the property, so he was negotiating with them before Mariner Way. Before that all the people that lived there, he was it was it was woods across from the Beis and he was negotiating for three acres. And I remember we went to my grandfather, we mentioned to him, he said, three acres, it's not enough. It's out, it's not enough three acres. You're going to need it. You're going to have a dormitory. You're gonna, you, wanna have, you can go light. You're gonna wanna, three acres is not enough. It's not good. It's not, you, can't, you can't do enough with three acres. I remember thinking, three acres. Well, then at that point, three acres was, he always put in our heads, you got to think big. Don't think small. Think big. You, you never know what's going to happen. And kach we got this property for less than they wanted to sell us those three acres. Siata d'shemayim. I think the main message, one of the main messages of Yitzias Mitzrayim, and it always strikes me whenever Pesach by night, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, the Rebbeinu took us out of Mitzrayim. When Avram Avinu went to Mitzrayim, the pyramids were already older than this country. Lofi the scientists. That means Mitzrayim was the most powerful. Empire of all time, not just then The scientists till today don't even understand. They still can't hop how they built those pyramids the technology With our technology they couldn't build those pyramids the way they built them to move those stones They they can't even figure it out till today. There are different theories, but they're not they're not 100% sure the pyramid the, the tallest pyramid in Giza was the tallest building in the world until the Eiffel Tower do you have how many thousands of years that is? Do you have how advanced they were? It means it took human beings another three thousand years to chop to build a building taller than the, than the building that they built. That's still here. That means we sit down to our seder and we see the pyramids are still existing. The only come out the only thing probably the only thing that's existing from the time of Avram Avinu that somebody built. That was the empire that they built. And the Rebels of Dafka took us out of Mitzrayim the most pow- and he was the most powerful king of Mitzrayim. To tell us, there's nothing, there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing a yid can't do. And that's the first of the Aserah S'adibris. Anoichi <speaking in> Hashem <Hebrew> Asher I took you out of Mitzrayim. Don't think, don't sell yourself short. Why? Because of the second of the Aserah Dibras. <speaking in Hebrew> Everything comes from me. If you're working for me, the Rebellion is you're working, you're on my team. You're working for me. If you're working for me, there's nothing you can't do. Nothing you can't do. And this is something that my grandfather and his brother, my uncle Aaron, Rabari Zay, that they they had that so in their bones that I can't and anyone who came within their Daladamas got 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 some of that from them. Don't sell yourself short. I'll never forget Rabari Zayda taught me I sat with him on a plane. He was before my bar mitzvah, my grandfather took me to Heritz, took all his grandchildren to Israel Because he wanted to give us Avas Israel. So I was with the your with he was teaching me the Kriya. It was a beautiful Balkai Rabari Zayda. They, they, they had such a khashivas for Torah. They had such a burning desire to build Torah. It, 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 it just, there's no way you couldn't get something from that. You, isn't every every person, Yid, Goyim that were in the neighborhood, everybody got from that. And that's because they chapped that the Rabbanu was in charge. And when we're working for the Rabbanu there's nothing, everything's possible. Everything is Shaykh. There should be a schutz for his neshama.